What's going on guys? This is Poppy Code where you send in really good questions and I answer them. I give you really good advice. Uh, I just uploaded the Skippy interview though, so if you haven't seen that, you should probably go see that. But you can watch this first. Intros are fucking gay, so let's just hop right into this, shall we? Somebody asked, when will you have Skippy as a guest? Well, your wish is my command. How ironic, Tony. So somebody said, my girlfriend smacked me in the face twice in one night. Should I stay with her? Well, obviously there's a bunch of background knowledge that we do not have. However, if somebody is either emotionally or physically abusing you, you absolutely should leave. I saw, I think I saw a couple comments of people saying like, I hit my husband once. He didn't leave me because he's an alpha. See, that's a huge pride. I fucking hope you're kidding, first of all. I hope, like, because that's what makes people feel bad about coming out about saying they're abused by a woman because people, like, look down on men for that exact reason, okay? No matter what, if a man is hitting you or a woman is hitting you, it is not okay. I don't care if you're a guy or if you're a fucking alpha, you should probably leave. That is absolutely not okay. I mean, I would talk to them, like, realistically and be like, yo, that was fucked up. Do not do that. I don't know how hard she hit you. I don't know how hard of a smack it was. But if she, like, slapped the shit out of you twice and, like, once again after the argument, I'm not really sure what happened, but... Talk with this person, because that is not good. Not a good response. Violence is always, you always take an L if you go with the violence response. What do you think about the fashion industry? By that, I mean, what do you think about how it has evolved into what some older generations might describe as trashy, slutty, and or not conservative? People have always been portrayed as an art for generations and generations. Do you think this fashion industry is still carrying that stigma? I love it. I don't really mind. I even try to, like, explain this to my mother when she sees, like, women with cleavage, right? Like, we go somewhere and she's like, look, look at those titties, right? I'm like, you have, that's nothing, okay? Women are wearing sheer lingerie with jeans, okay? I, 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 I fuck with it. I don't see any problem with it whatsoever. It is just the female body. Not a big deal on either end, honestly. I don't give a fuck. I mean, not, you, you're not trashy or slutty. Because you dress like that doesn't make you like a whore. I don't think there's anything wrong with it Whatever makes you feel comfortable and and makes you feel good fucking do it who cares if it's not conservative fuck conservatives What type of cologne do you wear? I don't answer Q&A questions, but Givenchy send me some more. Thanks. What is your favorite home-cooked meal? Sushi from the store. Uh, just kidding My mom's soup is pretty goddamn good. Can you cook? Uh, probably I won't though how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I hate that it's a meme because it's absolutely fucking retarded if you like it fantastic do you like pizza? Have you seen this fucking body? When did you get your nose ring? I'm not really sure. I think in like, uh, September of last year. Why? What do you mean, why? Not like there's stupid questions on Earth. But what do you, what do you mean, why? <laughs> isn't that evidently, isn't it extremely evident why? It's like saying, why'd you buy that shirt? Because you wanted it. I just want to ask if you've always had tough skin or you don't let people bother you and you don't get too jealous like how Russ is. And what would you recommend to someone who has trouble being emotionally tough slash secure in relationships so they can be more so? Love you and your streaming miles, by the way. I love you more. Uh, I have always had tough skin. Uh, I mean, like, you can't really make fun of people and not have a tough skin because that's going to end really, really bad. And how do you not, so I, don't, I just don't let, I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says to me, good or bad. Because that's how you kind of have to do it, right? So here's, here's this little analogy that can really help, right? So imagine that the bird outside of your window, right? And, you're, and let's say you live in a cul-de-sac, 
okay? There's a bird outside your window. It's singing in the morning, okay? Um, you, you wake up and you're like, oh, I love this. Please continue singing, right? Continue chirping and doing your sing, bird. I love it. And the bird's like, great. I'm going to keep doing what I do no matter what you say. Your neighbor is like, shut the fuck up. This is awful. I fucking hate this. You are worthless. I hope you die soon. And the bird's like, doesn't matter. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing no matter what you say, good or bad. So as a human, me, videos-wise, I keep doing what I'm doing no matter what you say, good or bad. And that should be pretty much every single person on earth. To an extent, of course, if you're committing mass genocide, uh, you probably shouldn't do it either way. And what would you recommend to someone who has trouble being emotionally tough or secure in relationships? Um, so, like, I, I kind of also struggle with, not really, because I'm, I'm pretty confident in stuff, but, like, let, let's see. More tough, emotionally tough or secure relationships. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Because, like, I've been cheated on before. You kind of always have that little thing in the back of your mind, like, that's going to happen again. I, you always want to trust the person fully, right? But you're always kind of like, is that going to happen? Right? So I, I'm not entirely sure, but I kind of look at relationships like I can be confident in the way of like, so if you left me, your loss, right? Like, good luck. This is pretty great. This is a good ass catch. And I think every single person on earth should, earth should think that way, right? It's not just me because it's me. I think every person should be like, I'm a fucking catch. I am fantastic, right? And you are. Everybody's unique and in, like their own, in their own way and great in their own way, of course. Is life better now that you're a YouTuber? You have no fucking idea. Comparatively, it's absolutely perfect. Of course, there's more stress and it's way more emotional job than what I used to have in the past. But like, I was trying really, really fucking hard to figure out what to do in life. Like, really hard I, every day, six to eight hours a day, trying to figure out what I was trying to do with my life. And once you figure it out, it takes this ginormous burden off your shoulders because you're like, man, what if I don't find my calling, right? Or like the things that you're naturally inclined to do that you also enjoy. That's what a passion is, right? So once you finally find it, you're like, because you always feel like you're running out of time and that every single second matters and every second you spend not finding your passion is a waste of time, but that isn't true. Because when you do other things that aren't your passion and you find out you don't like them, that's a good source of time because you found out you didn't like that and now you don't have to do that anymore for a long a longevity, right? So that's that's a good use of your time, finding things you don't like doing. Are you really 23? Yeah, why would I lie about that? Yes. Uh, what age did you manage to grow a thick beard? Oh boy. Oh my God. Soft maybe sophomore year. I definitely know junior year. I had like, I could have done full, like best beard easily. Like I'll be walking and seeing all these straggly ass beards. They were disgusting in high school. I'd be like, it's still perfect. But I had a chin strap though, but it could get really thick. Probably. I would say I probably could have freshman year. Maybe. I don't know how my testosterone was at that point. If I could, is that how stuff works with men? Right? That's how facial hair grows. I'm not sure. Let's just go with junior year. Like really like this, I could get this thick, like really thick junior year. Was it hard for you to get started on YouTube? Fuck. Well, what do you mean? Like, like starting? Absolutely. Do you know how, like, I wish I could show you my first ever video I ever made. I can't cause it was on Facebook and it got permanently banned. Um, so I would love to show you guys to show you guys the difference of how fucking scared I was, how nervous I was, how shaky my voice was. I was frightened very difficult but i knew that eventually with time I, I now i love the camera i i want to be on camera a lot i hated it at first i was terrible very scared and i knew that camera was looking at me but now i fucking thrive 
Let's bring a camera and I get better. How long did it take for you to start getting subscribers? Well, that's completely, that's, that's kind of a, I, I know what you mean, right? But what I did was I hit everybody up. Well, let's, let's start from the beginning. I had an old channel before this. Six months, 62 subscribers. That's fucking terrible. That's awful. That, I quit that shit. I was like, this isn't working, obviously. So I, and I started this. And then um, I was getting about 100 subs a month up to 262 subs. So then the third month I had 262 subs. Wasn't working. I was trying out different comedy, same niche, but different videos to make fun of. Too many, too many people try too many different niches on their YouTube channel, and that's not good. That's going to diversify your content and spread it too thin and not have one trajectory of niche, right? And, and now I kind of spread it out with Poppy Code interviews in comedy, whatever I want, because people like me and they know what they kind of expect from me. If it's not comedy, they're getting this and stuff. Um, but in the beginning, you definitely shouldn't do stuff like this, like too many things, right? Uh, and then I did the 90 Day Fiance. So it took about for it to see like growth every day. Like I had a week where I lost two subs and gained two. So there was zero growth. And then like the next month I gained, I think a thousand or more subscribers. So it took about three months, which is the dip. The dip is the hardest point in your life when you start. So I'm not going to explain it too much over and over and over again, because I always talk about this book Buy the dip. If you want to help yourself in any venture online, if you want to make your life better, buy the book, the dip, read it and hold on to it for the rest of your life and read it again whenever you think you need it. Cause I reread the book, made my first 90 day fiance video. Not, there's going to be a couple of you who do it. If you are one of those people, DM me. I would love to talk to you about it. Is your real name Mark? Perhaps. Poppy, you are absolutely incredible with dealing with your with the haters. Thank you. Could you give advice on how you put people in their place while still being your charming self? It would also be great to know the difference between doing it online and doing it in person. Easy. So, well, first of all, in person, that doesn't really happen. I, I mean, I don't really go out anymore, so I don't really see people. I'm sure this is going to happen eventually, but I would handle it the same exact way. I'm I'm just as confident in person, if not more, as I am on camera and stuff. Like, doesn't matter to me. If you say shit to me, I'm going to respond the same fucking way because you're not going to do shit. What are you going to do? You're going to hit me? You're going to you're gonna cop a, an assault charge because of what? YouTube videos? Like, you're not going to talk shit. But like, so when it comes to talking to haters on like YouTube, because I know that's definitely what you're referring to with the YouTube comments when I screenshot and post it on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. What I do with the hate, I mean, I instantly see somebody who's hating on me. And in reality, I it's kind of almost a fact that I'm smarter than them because if you're getting triggered by some comp, which is so in for comedy, it's so evident. And if you're getting pissed and triggered, you're probably low on either the emotional intelligence or just intelligence in general. And I can probably outwit you or just say something more ignorant back to you to trigger you more. It's just a lot of people are very, very cookie cutter and it's very easy to manipulate responses just corresponding to what they say. Like you'll see a lot of me just responding to um, women or people who say it's, it's usually women because I have a lot, a huge woman fan base based off the videos I make. So it is women a lot of the time who say stuff about me talking shit about women because there's a lot of women in the videos. Like, that's that's what I do. I'm not making excuses. I make fun of men, too. I make fun of everybody equally, right? I think that's evident if you watch all my videos. But if you watch one, I, I can see why. But you should watch more and do your due diligence before you talk shit. Um, 
But I'll, I'll, I'll kind of say the same thing over and over. Like, if they call me ugly or annoying, I'm like, fantastic opinion, Susie. Why don't you upload a picture of your fat fucking body and I'll jerk off to it. Like, something like that. I'll rebrand and tell them to upload a picture of themselves. Because I can guarantee you they're fucking fat or ugly. And if you talk shit to me about my channel or anything I say, you can't... I really don't think you can do better. Because this... It, it is... I think growth is impressive in this small amount of time. If you could do what I've done in an entertainment YouTube channel in the same amount of time, let's see. I'll, I'll fucking commend you. I'll shout you the fuck out if you can do what I did this fast. But if you're talking shit, I absolutely doubt that you could even come close. All right. Puppy need help. My boyfriend of about a half a year is asking me to wear a bra out of the blue. Okay, I really don't have to read anymore. You don't fuck. What? What is he? Why would you listen to him? Why? Okay, let's just keep it going. Let's see what happens. Mostly when I go out with him, I didn't wear bras before I met him and I let him know it was a personal choice from the get-go because they're uncomfortable. I just don't see the point in them. I don't wear underwear, so I see what you're feeling. I feel you, girl. Um, of course, I don't want him to be uncomfortable if he has different views on modesty than I do. <clears throat> but I really just hate bras and feel like I should be a personal choice about what, I, what goes on in my body. Have any advice? Yeah, you're right. You, what you say goes. That's it. End of fucking story. I mean, my girlfriend asks me, she goes, like, if we're around people, right, she's like, is it okay if I don't wear a bra? And I'm like, whatever makes you feel comfortable. What I don't mind. Men are going to be looking at you in a sexual way if you wore uh, a huge baggy sweater. I don't care if your nipples are showing. I really like see through. I don't care. It doesn't matter. If that's what makes you feel comfortable, I would rather you be comfortable in your own skin than what? Me? Being uncomfortable? Sorry, I just had to check and see if I was uh, actually recording. <laughs> I'm an idiot. But yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think any man should be telling you how to dress. What, what are you doing going out like that? What is it, your father? Get the fuck out of here. That is some beta male shit right there. I tell you what. By the way, sorry if I, sent, if I missed any of your Snapchat questions. It's really hard for me to find them in my screenshots. So my apologies if I skip any. With the recent unfortunate death of Mac Miller, it's just a reminder of the increase of suicides and drug overdose of young people in this country. As a guy in the early 20s, why do you think this is on the rise? Well, I think it's on the rise currently with with more successful people who are rich. Because I'm not really sure what they're... It's, it's easy to get drugs when you're rich, okay? Like, I think even Mac Miller said that if you find a drug you like, you could buy as much of it as you want. And I think that's the problem. Like, you can do... I think he also said that, like... In a 10-year time span, he did whatever he wanted without repercussions. At the level of fame, nobody's going to say shit, right? Like, he said, I think he even said he hired somebody to, uh, like, do something with Coke for him. And I, I'm not sure, like, what. I forgot what it said or whatever. But, like, he asked the kid. He's like, well, the kid, he's like, what? Or, like, the kid asked him what his name in the phone was. And he's like, the kid's name in my phone is intern. He asked, he's like, what's my name in your phone? And the kid said, my hero. And that kid helped him, like, do coke a lot. And Mac was like, what the fuck? I just think there's this, like, this big also problem with rappers rapping about drugs and stuff, making it seem cool. I think there's a lot of rappers that probably don't even indulge to the extent at which they say they do. I know there are a bunch that do, and a bunch who are open and are now sober, but I, I do think, I, I know for a fact, rappers in my area do not drink lean. Like, you're rapping about this shit because other rappers are rapping about this shit. You know? Uh, it's just the thing, I guess. 
Also, uh, fucking painkillers are dope, and that's a huge problem with people dying. That's it, that's a huge epidemic, and I'm not really sure what to do about it. I also just got a Mac Miller tattoo for him dying. Huge part of my growing up and listening to music in high school. He's just damn. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Very very sad. Way too soon. Absolutely incredible artist. Then and now, his new stuff was amazing. Old shit was amazing as well. Very very sad. Well, this kind of goes, this this question right here kind of goes with the thick skin thing. So what is the best way to deal with criticism without letting it completely affect who you are? Well, there's a difference between constructive criticism and criticism. People like to think on in the YouTube comments, if I respond in a, in a more aggressive manner to your criticism, people are like, you can't take constructive criticism. It's like, you, you're not... You, you, they usually don't give constructive criticism, right? Like, for instance, with the Amira video, saying that's fucking cringy and terrible and she sucks and then I was too calm and stuff. Like, the too calm, me being too calm, thinking I should be more hyper is constructive criticism. But saying she fucking sucks or that it's cringy, but without t saying why or a way to fix it, it's not constructive. You're just being a cunt, right? And I think people think that they can be a cunt to me in the comment section and forget that I'm a human being because I'm a cunt. But you got to remember, I'm the host. I'm the show. And like people who try and be funny and talk like me in the comments, it's like, it's weird and it makes you look like an ass. Yeah, that's how I talk, but that's... I. If you see me in the streets, right, I'm not going to act like that. Like, if you come up and talk to me, like, watch the Skippy video. I'm going to be very, very nice. I'm a very nice person. I just am funny, and I can talk shit very well. And, I mean, that is me, but I'm not going to be like that to you. But for with the criticism, if it's constructive criticism, take it and learn. Like, that's amazing. If you can take... People who succeed are very, very teachable. You should be teachable. But you need to understand that there is criticism. Like from, like again, on the Amir video, somebody just said you should listen to your fans. And if I ever listened to my fans, I would not have a successful channel and I wouldn't have fans to begin with, right? Because if you knew how to run a successful YouTube channel, you'd fucking have one. I don't listen to any person who doesn't have what, who is what I want to be right? Not going to happen. I will take what you say, right? But I, I usually know better to be completely fucking honest. I've done over 500 YouTube videos. If you've done less than five, do not backseat fucking YouTube me. And that might go for you as well. I'm not really sure what the constructive criticism or the criticism is about, but look at who's saying it, first of all, okay? There's, there's only... I would say 95% of people on earth have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. That's going to be the title. How to handle criticism. Let me write that down. Should we make that a fun thing? Whoever can send in the best question um, for the advice thing that I think would be the best title, we'll get it. Let's do that. Even though I've kind of been doing that, I think it's evident, but you just got to know what you know, you know? Learn from people who have done what you want to do, right? Like when I dropped out of college, people were telling me, man, you're not going to be successful without college. You're not, you need this for a career. My mom told me that. I'm like, really? Do you have a college degree? No. My dad told me that. Hey, you got a college degree? Mm-mm. My friends in college, I know they don't have a fucking college degree because they're still getting one. There might be one of the Instagram DMs I'm missing. If it is you, can you just, uh, I found it. I just get a lot of DMs, so your shit gets pushed down quite a bit. Huh, that's a flex. Just kidding. 
For your next pop of code, how do you interpret this quote? The more you act like a lady, the more he'll act like a gentleman. Do you think it's offensive? For the record, I don't. For the record, I do think that's offensive, okay? It kind of goes back to the lady asking about wearing bras or the person asking about the um, wearing risque things out in public type thing. What, what is acting like a lady? What the fuck does that mean? There's no right way to... In, in retrospect, obviously, you can't go around... Be you can be an asshole, but I, I get what you're saying, right? But like act like a lady? Like what? Uh you're gonna wear a really long skirt, uh not show any skin. You're gonna be nice, curtsy to everybody. What a man is gonna if you act like that, then the man's gonna stand up and treat you the right way. There's no right way. Like if you go, man, I'm not acting very ladylike. I drank beer and burped everywhere and I swear like a fucking truck driver. That's still a lady. You're still a girl. However, you act is the way you act. And a gentleman, if he's a night, like there's, you're not going to influence the way somebody else acts in reality. Be yourself. If you're going to fake, be act like a lady, right? Like fake it. Why would you want a fake response? You're going to get a fake response from a human being. And if it's not natural, then just be yourself. Fuck that. I don't even know what be like a lady means. Get that out of here. That's some old school shit. So my situation is that I've hooked up with a coworker of mine over the summer. We went out on a few dates and I started having feelings for her. Now she's... Now that she has school and work, she called it quits. It's kind of awkward at work, and it breaks my heart to see her talking to this guy. Up to this point, it's a little bit awkward here and there. Anyway, what do I do? How do I break the ice? Well, you said it's a little bit awkward. I honestly don't think, I don't know if there's anything you can do, you know? You just kind of got to tough this one out, I think. If she's talking to this guy, like, in reality, I mean, that, I mean, it's just going to take time, right? I don't think there's really a way to break the ice unless you want to talk to her about it, but that might make it more awkward if you're like, yo... I, I like you a lot, bitch. And she's like, nah, I like this guy now. This one. You got to understand that that's a huge possibility, right? Like you could, you could have dated this chick for three years and then she could have next day got with a new guy and then got engaged a month later, right? Like it's type things that you're like, I, like, what do you do? How do you handle the situation? I don't know her either. I don't know what the best way to break the ice with her, but if you wanted to, I don't know how close you guys are, but if you wanted to talk about it and tell her like an adult, I'm not sure how old you guys are either um so talk like an adult be like hey this is awkward is there any awkward tension between us is there anything i did is there any way we can mend this awkwardness and i think that would be the best talking like an adult and and kind of letting your barrier down and be trustful even if they might ruin it and break through the wall and, and hurt you it's fine be real whatever what's the worst that's gonna happen the worst case scenario nothing happens your feelings get a little hurt but you live you live, you're gonna be stronger. You're gonna know how to act with this the next time. You're gonna see it more coming, uh, more coming, but you're gonna see it differently in a, in a different perspective. You're gonna, you're gonna have the preconceived knowledge in the next situation you get in that's kind of similar. Man, I'm thirsty. What is the cringiest DM you have ever received? Oh, oh, it was yesterday. It's a little long, so I'll have to maybe do that at a different time. I love you, I love you too. When will you collab with Rich Lux? Um, I don't know who that is. Uh, and Shane Dawson, please, now, right? I want to right now. I love Shane. Incredible. That's like a huge goal. He's like one of the greatest creators. He's making some of the best content in the world. Please. Not even for clout. I just like, I want to, ooh, I want to get big enough so I can work with him. Because I, I obviously, I don't think he would work with somebody at 45,000. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I, I'm not saying he would not work with somebody who's smaller if he enjoyed that. I'm just saying it's hard to reach out to somebody when you aren't big enough to be noticed, right? So that's why I want to get big enough so I can finally meet these people and be equals with them. Because I know how this works, right? I would love to. I don't know who the other guy is. Um, looks like he's popping. I'd have to see his stuff. But Shane Dawson, 
I would love to. That would be one of the greatest, probably, achievements in my entire life. Oh, did you watch the Joe Rogan and Elon podcast? What was your favorite part? I have about 17 minutes left. All of it. Elon is the greatest human being ever conceived. I love seeing him talk about like a human being. I like hearing him talk. I love it. I love diving deep into somebody who's so fascinating and different because he is one in seven billion, right? One in a billion, one in a trillion, right? How many of these do we get? One, right? One in infinity almost. There's, I mean, we're going to have geniuses and crazy people like this. Crazy, right? You know what I'm saying? I like the um, I like the Neuralink. I'm very intrigued about that. Very excited because I, I I know what he's talking about. I always think about that. I always think about the human output with the two thumbs. How that's too slow. I think about that all the time. And I'm glad that he is working on something like that. I'm all for it. I trust him one million percent. Whatever he says, I do. He's the only person who would not be my child. I don't have a kid, but if I did, I would pick their life over. Like I would take a bullet for my kid, and I would consider taking a bullet for Elon. What he can do with humanity. But still, probably not. I'm pretty important. Have you ever felt guilty for a video or comment you've made? Fuck no. Hell no. I usually think, like, people might not think, like, I, I spew shit out, right? Like, I don't know what I'm going to say until I say it, but I hear it, right? And I'm like, oh, that might, in 10 years, give me a nice little anal fucking, right? Or it's really rare, like, really rare that I don't put something in. That just means it was real bad. But there's nothing I've ever felt guilty for, you know? Um, video, I mean, it's just all for comedy, you know? Um, that's it. It's just, it's just for jokes. And if they take it seriously, that's on them. If you can't see the comedic value and how, how much it's for comedy, that's on them. What's up with the black dildo? I've seen it twice. It's hilariously weird. You have it on the ready. It's from Mail Day, P.O. Box 7899, Algonquin, Illinois. Also in the description below. Yep, somebody sent it in for Mail, uh, mail Day. I love using props that people send in. All the props you see are from fans, actually. Where do you see yourself or your channel in a few years? Or where do you see yourself and your channel in a few years? Um, California. Uh, depends what a few years is. Five years will be at 2.2 to 6 million subscribers probably depending on growth and who I work with and how lucky I get obviously um but definitely in the in the millions um definitely in California are you working on any other projects I really 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 want to come out with a comedy cartoon really really fucking bad that's the biggest project I want to start working on in 2019 I will be looking for voice actors and animators and stuff soon I want to start working on this. Um, gonna, yeah, it's gonna be great. I don't know how to go about it. It's gonna be very, very stressful. I cannot wait. Can't wait. I also see the Twitch channel in five years. I want to have three hundred thousand followers on there. It'll probably be more because of YouTube and cross promoting and stuff like that. But three hundred thousand is the goal. It says in five years I'll hit one hundred forty-five thousand, but I think it's gonna be a lot higher. Same with YouTube. I think. It's usually off. Like it used to say in five years, I'll have 5,000 subs. Now it says 2.2 million. I think it'll be closer to four is my guess. Um, just in California, just doing what I love, working with people and not worrying about if my fan base thinks that that move or this new thing I'm trying is the wrong direction. Because if I want to do it and it makes me happy and I enjoy doing it, and if I like it, there's going to be somebody else who likes it too. And I, I'm not worried about it. Let's fucking go. And I, I think... Trying a bunch of things is really going to be coming out a lot. I want to be working with a lot of people. There's a lot of huge creators. A lot of, there's a lot of talent out there, right? There's a lot of shit that I make fun of. But there's a lot of talent, too. And I really, really want to be a part of that. Man, I get fucking one life. And if I could work with some of these people I find fantastic, that's amazing.
I also want to hire people in a few years, get a huge, nice studio to just, just work at. I don't know. I also want to start up um, a pod. Like, this is a podcast, but I want to add on to it. Like, I want to have um, a f- up to four people again, um, like I used to over at this table. I just have to find a co-host and guests. My problem with the old podcast was guests. You know, I can't, I can't do it out in my hometown. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I left all the artists' ones up because the artists' people were entertaining. There's a lot of fucking boring people in this. Um, there's a lot of boring people everywhere. I get it. But I don't think I'm big enough to get really, really exciting people yet. That's pretty much it for now. And I, I want to get into more cinematography. And I want to get into more cinematography. And I, I do eventually want to come out with a full-length movie. Like, full 1 million percent movie. What superpower would you want to have? Live forever. And if I can't pick live forever, because... I would, I mean, I would pick Live Forever, but my second runner-up would be Read People's Minds. Can you please do a workout video? Fuck no. If I do one, it will be in the vlog, but I would never do one on this channel. How did your father pass away, and how old were you? He died from uh, lung cancer, and it was last year, so I was 22 years old. This was the weirdest fucking question I've ever gotten in my entire life. Dear Winebox, I have always wondered how you rate chicken wings. What's the best? What's the worst you've had? Um, I like B-dubs wings because I can eat them with a fork. I hate touch. The people don't know this. I hate having my hands dirty. Is it like an OCD thing? I'm not sure. I don't like eating wings and having sauce on my hands. I fucking hate that shit. I'm not a real foodie. Th- wings are really fattening. So I'm not really into that shit. Give me on hot ones though and then I'll let you know. Do you just do one take everything off the top of your head? Your closing monologue in the last Skippy video was so good. Everything is one take and right off the top of my head. One million percent. How can I get motivation to go to the gym? I used to go all the time, but now I work so many hours that when I get home, I'm just too tired to go. Well, here's the thing about motivation. Motivation does not last. You should not be motivated to go to the gym. You should look at it as a moral code. Am I motivated to wake up and make videos? Like, I'm not, you know, you know the feeling of motivation, right? Right? Like that, like real um, manic, hyped, super, no, right? You're not super excited all the time. That's going to fade. You have to get into a routine and it has to be a moral obligation. You have to do it for you. Everything. Motivation will always be gone. Do you think I was excited to read six hours a day last year trying to find out what I want to do in my life? No, I fucking hated it. Do I like going to the gym? I enjoy it. I like the mental, like the mental clearing, the mental cleansliness I get from, wow, that was a bunch of shit. I'm going to leave all that in, by the way. I'm not perfect. One take. And so it's just good. Just know that it's good for you and know that most people not, I mean, most people go to the gym, but like do a lot of people stick to it strictly? Be different. Be be part of the 5% of people who get in shape and do and do that thing. When they do it, they fucking do it. Because you don't look for motivation. You know that's a moral obligation and you're not going to be motivated forever. If you want help, how about this? Put your shoes on. Put your gym clothes on. Do, uh, do 10 push-ups. And then you'll be like, you know what? I, just go to the gym. Don't do the 10 push-ups. Just go to the fucking gym. Just go there. Do something light. Don't expect to overexert yourself. Just do, if you don't feel like it at all, just go. Do your favorite fucking exercises, the ones you actually enjoy, that you love. Like, uh, for instance, like, I'll fucking go do, I'll go do chest. I'll go do dips, do some chest shit. I enjoy it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking here, man. Let's go hard. Why not? Why not try? I already made it here. I'm having a good time. I don't have to do cardio. I don't want to do cardio today. Fuck it. I'm at least going to do something. I'm going to do cardio tomorrow. But right now, fuck it. I'll do something I like. Because I'm, I'm feeling like I'm going to fall off. I'm going to fall off the horse. But if I, if I just go to the gym right now, I'm not going to fall off the horse. 
It's just uh, maintaining consistency. It's uh, like working out is about being consistent. It's not about being explosive. Like I can't work out really hard one hour a day or three hours in one day for the whole week. I would rather work out, you know, in shorter bursts consistently. Consistency is key in every single part of life. How can you support a content creator the best way possible for free? I want to help you out, but I can't afford it right now. Oh, don't worry about it. So uh, I just read the question underneath yours. Why is your cock so big? Thank you for lying. Um, the best way is word of mouth. Tells many people who can share our content. Everything. Everything is humanly possible. Share it. Show as many people because it is so like there's so many content creators. We just need to stick out. So if you if you really do want to help for free, if genuinely, because we can see how many shares, how many times people share our stuff. I can see the exact number, right? So share it. Like it. Comment. The comments help a lot. Um, go and look at their other ventures. Help them out. For instance, with my Apple, I have podcasts on Apple, iTunes, uh, the podcast area. Leave a, leave a review. You know, tell your friends about it on Twitch. Go to their other things. If your favorite creator has a Twitch channel, go on there. Talk to them. Even if it's stupid things you're saying, just help right we all need the help no matter what even if you have 10 million we we do we like it we want to stand out we want to stay relevant and stuff so that's the best way thank you thank you for taking that into uh, consideration what do you do when you have to work with someone that you really like i'm not really sure i mean it just depends do you pursue that do you not do you do you not want to lose your job that's a huge possibility that you will if you're fucking around with somebody you work with it it depends who it is you work with if it's your boss that's scary you know if it's if it's your teacher and you're homeschooled that's incest I would tread lightly. I mean, love is more important than your fucking nine to five job. You feel me? So if you think it's really the one you really want to pursue it, go for it. Jobs will always be there. Love will not. Poppy, you're the only creator whose content I watch all of. Love your personality. Wow, that means the world to me. Thank you so much. What's a subject you are personally fascinated by? And what are three things on your bucket list? Oh, oh, perfect. So subject that I'm fascinated by is psychology. Absolutely. If this didn't work, like if I really was like, fuck, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to try this. I would, I was going to be, I would love to be a psychiatrist. Like a therapist. I would get a doctorate. I don't give a shit because I love psychology. I have only, that's the only class I've ever got an A in. Psycho all day. I was in, like, in high school. I fucking hated school so much. But when I had psychology, I was like, let's go, dude. Let's do this. Can this not end? Can I be in this class for eight hours straight? I, I love it. I absorb it. Like, I, even in, uh, when I was working, I have this, like, textbook, psychology book. And people are like, oh, man, you're taking psychology? I'm like, no. Just reading up. Just, just learning. Most fascinating thing on earth. I love it. It's insane. Huge. I got. I should probably read some more shit about that. I forgot how much I loved about that now that I talked about it. Thank you for asking that. And three things on my bucket list. Uh, I mean, so let's see. Being successful on YouTube. Working with these creators. For instance, being on a No Jumper podcast, H3 podcast. Working with Shane Dawson. Working with Joe Santagato, Cody Co. People like that. Uh, Leon Lush. Working with all of my favorite creators is a huge thing on my bucket list. Casey Neistat. I'm not going to name everybody. John Tron. Okay, let's, we're going to end it there. Everybody else, no one's going to watch this anyway. Um, and my third one. Being happy and like healthy. I think is a big one on my bucket list. They ha I'm always happy, but the being healthy, I think I'm fine. Like this is the best shape I've ever been in my entire life. I want to maintain that and get healthier. So that's a huge one on my bucket list. That is kind of lower. Health should be higher up there, but you kind of like that to me, being healthy is easier than becoming a successful YouTuber. Cause to me, this is uh, close to impossible to be totally honest with you. Like it's not impossible, but the percentile chance is uh, Oh, very fucking low. How do I stop correcting people? Easily. Stop correcting people. That's like asking, how do I stop uh, smoking cigarettes? How do I stop eating bad food? 
Stop. All right. Like, yeah, I know it sounds... Mark, that's easier said than done. Oh, I say I gave away my name. It's not perhaps. Yes, my name is Mark. It's not the person who asked. Um, it, it, it is easier said than done, but you really can... I know you might... I don't know if that was actually a joke, actually, to be totally honest. But that can go... Let's say, let, let's say that person asked, how do I stop eating fattening food? Just stop. I, here, I did that. So, like, I was, you know, chilling. And I was fat, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done being fat. I'm done drinking alcohol every weekend. I'm done eating fattening food. I'm sick of this. I'm fucking done. I am now healthy. I didn't instantly lose weight, but I did it because I made that choice of I'm done. It is that easy. Make that moral obligation. You know, it's a more to me. That's my religion. Doing things that I have that are my moral obligation to me. If I don't do them, I'm I'm dead. To me, I'm gonna die if I don't. I mean, I know I'm not gonna die, right? If I don't put out a video. But to me, it's like a moral obligation to go to the gym, to eat healthy, to make these YouTube videos. Stop, don't procrastinate, don't eat bad food, right? You can go off of it, you can. That's the natural part of life. It's about maintaining mental health. But do, like, know that, like, you gotta. If you want to stop eating fattening food, if you wanna stop uh, correcting people, stop. Just fucking stop. Last question, here we go. Please do a video on your reaction to Anfisa's video of George gets his sentencing. Nope. All right, thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate every single one of you for putting in your questions. I, I love answering them. I obviously don't like hearing the problems you're going through because I know that you're going through them, but I do like answering and hopefully I can help even if you're not the one who asked. Hopefully you learned something, you know? I, I love my first YouTube channel was of me teaching right? I wanted to teach the things I've learned in this short amount of time because I really do feel like I, I, I know a lot in this, in this small, I'm only 23, right? So I feel like I do have knowledge to give and I, I do enjoy that you guys give me questions to answer and are helping out with that. So it really does mean the world to me. Thank you guys for sending in questions and, and helping this. I, I couldn't do Poppy Code without you. So thank you very much. Um, if you want to send in questions, you can comment down below or DM me on anything. Um, Snapchat, you can. I'll screenshot it and I will try. That's the hardest one to keep up with. I will try to do the Snapchat ones. The best way is Instagram and YouTube comments. Those are the for sure getting answered. Absolutely. There you go. So uh, thank you guys. Uh, and I will see you guys for the regularly scheduled program of comedy videos tomorrow. Monday through Friday, we do comedy. And then uh, on the weekend, we do mail day uh, every other Sunday and poppy coat. So mwah.